Welcome to Inside Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about our book movie comparison for Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, depending on where you live. Um, So we're going to actually quickly start with our Hogsmeade journal because something very important is happening in a week from when this is coming out. So if you, um, you know, keep track of what's happening on Wizarding World, as we do for the podcast, um, you would probably know that um, September 1st is a very important day for all Potterheads, which is pretty much a Harry Potter fan if you didn't know what that word means. So that's right, in exactly one week, we are going back to Hogwarts for, it will be my third year, it'll be Vaughn's mm-hmm. second year. Yes. Yes, and then, um, yeah, depending on how old you are when you're listening, you could be a professor. You never know. Okay. <laughs> but we're going back virtually, of course. Uh, um, and WizardingWorld.com is hosting a live stream full of Harry Potter cast members and other people that were involved with the movies. So if you didn't already know, most of most um, years for Back to Hogwarts, what they do is um, pretty much fans will gather at the King's Cross station in the UK um, to pretty much just celebrate, and they do a countdown, but obviously this year, since we're in quarantine, they can't do that, so it's a live stream, and that's actually a little bit better, I think, um, maybe they could do both in future years, because it's better for people, you know, like us, who, who live in the U.S., who can't really go unless, um, you know, we can fly out there, which we haven't yet, so that's just really cool that we actually get the chance to participate, but the time zone difference, I, um, to watch depending on like if you live in the pacific time zone or whatever time zone you live in um if you live in the u.s you're probably gonna have to wake up really early in the morning like for example um we're gonna have to wake up at 2 30 to watch it 2 30 in the morning seriously yeah it's like an hour-long live stream and they do a countdown so all of that so 2 30 a.m yeah, so calculate that for where you live if you're interested in watching oh, the live stream. Gracious. But they're gonna That's really early. Well, it's fine. You just go back to sleep after it's over. But and um anyway, so depending on where you live, just you know, you could calculate that for yourself. But if you don't live in the same time zone as the live stream that they're doing, you can like you get to do your own countdown like by yourself because it'll be different times. So yeah, um there's actually a little bit more about that. So leading up to this, they are producing many quizzes and plenty of other activities in anticipation for Back to Hogwarts. They also have an event where you can take a picture of yourself cosplaying. You could be standing with props. You could be um, just pretty much a Harry Potter picture, um, which you can submit to Wizarding World. And they might feature your photo in the live stream, live stream at King's Cross Station if it is one of the chosen pictures, which would be amazing. because It'd be cool if I could, like, wear like a black robe and paint my face white because i have the Voldemort wand yeah i mean it's you could literally do anything just to get you know um my you know like if you wanted to like if you had you know people other people that wanted to do it with you you could like vaughn was saying have one person be Voldemort maybe like do a battle scene like at the department of mysteries um literally like the possibilities are kind of endless for the things that you can do so if you're interested in that like I would totally do it you know so that's 
one of the things that you can do um, to actually like actively participate in this whole thing. And then so yeah, pretty much this whole thing sounds amazing. And I'm so excited to celebrate with the rest of the wizarding world. Because um, yeah, like, I love Harry Potter. We all yeah. love Harry Potter. Hopefully you love Harry Potter if you're listening to this. So it just seems so much fun to be able to participate. So yeah, um, now we're going to move on to our actual like pretty much what we're going to be doing for our book versus movie comparison. So but first we're going to first yeah, yeah. we're going to start yeah. we're going to start with reading up the cast everyone so that everyone knows the names of who we are talking about and uh when we say an actor or actress's name. Okay, so let's start obviously the the golden trio that is Daniel Radcliffe who plays Harry Potter, Emma Watson who is Hermione, and Rupert is Rupert Grant is Ron Weasley. And then we're pretty much just going to do the, like, you know, the important ones, like, maybe. Yeah, yeah so, so. Uh, Richard Harris is Professor Albus Dumbledore, but he doesn't play him anymore. He's, he's only in the first two movies. Yeah. That's... Uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, Professor... Why does it start S-E? I don't... Oh, Severus Snape. Yeah. Oh. Robbie Coltrane is Rubius Hagrid. Um, Maggie Smith is Professor McGonagall. And uh, Tom Felton. Uh, Tom Felton is Draco Malfoy. Yep. And then... So, pretty much the other, I guess, important ones. Like, there's no point, really, in reading some of these. But, um, like, Julie Walters is Molly Weasley. Matthew Lewis is Neville Longbottom. Harry Melling is Dudley, and Bonnie Wright is Ginny. Oh, we got Ian Hart is is Quirrell. Ian, I think. But Ian. yeah, I think oh, those sorry. are the I think those are the important ones for right now. But we'll if we didn't say who they were, we'll explain when if we oh, Richard, if we end up saying their last. Richard Bremer is Voldemort. So many people play Voldemort throughout then, the then series. Filch, David Bradley. Okay. A few so. more important ones. And, and then Oliver and James Phelps, those are the Weasley twins. So other than that, um, we'll explain like if there's somebody that we didn't say who it was, we'll explain who who we're talking about. So now let's read the notes we took while we watched the movie. This includes like what we were thinking at certain parts and what we liked, didn't like, and like lots more. So yeah. let's just start. So I um, so during the very beginning scene for, like, the Deluminator, I just, like, put Deluminator and put a smiley face, because, like, it's cool that they included that, because it's such, like, a minor detail. Yeah, because that's, like, the only time you actually see Dumbledore use the Deluminator yeah, yeah. in the books and movies. This is what I like about, especially number one and two, because Christopher Columbus just kept so much in the movies compared to, like, other directors did, so I think that's really cool. Um... I thought also the whole beginning scene is amazing, plus the music is, like, the best. Yeah, I really like that they put in the beginning scene, because it, it really, it shows how Harry got delivered to Privet Yeah, Trial. definitely. Um, so, Dudley, uh, okay, so what else did you, what did you put to start? Um, it also, uh, I, I just read it. Okay. Um, so Dudley, like, because when Dudley gets introduced, you're just like he's portrayed perfectly, especially with like the jumping on the staircase above Harry's. Yeah, it bedroom. really puts a bigger emphasis on how mean and spoiled Dudley and his parents are. Yeah. Um. So there's no no Pierre's, but I guess that's okay. It's not really super important, but you know it would have been nice to have him, but it's not really a big deal. 
Oh, I, I, I know. I, I have something from the beginning part too. Uh, again, uh, I, I wish they should have. They could have shown like McGonagall transforming. Cause, oh, cause there's like no explanation how she gets her clothes. Does like grow out of her no, cat? You the see cat. That? No, no, you see that in what's it called? In when um Harry and Ron are late to class. In the movie. Oh. But we'll talk um a little bit more about that when we get to. So, um, I actually heard this like on another podcast, and it's like stuck with like just kind of bugged me ever since in the movie when Dudley like. The glass reappears when he falls in the tank and he puts his hand up on the glass and there's like a bit of dirt right on his hand and it like now it just bugs me every single time I watch the movie. What's wrong with the dirt? It just like it's just like a single piece of like mud on his hand that just it's like there when he puts his hand on the glass and it's just like I don't know. It just bugs me. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um Okay. So when Vernon like is pulling like harry into the house by his ear and then harry's like it was like magic and do you think they put that in so that people who hadn't read the books kind of understood that this Pro- was it's magic. Was magic yeah probably yeah. um it was like magic magic isn't real yeah um so no post on sundays obviously that's um kind of yeah and the read the movie it really shows how terrible the owl problem was oh yeah when in the scene with the chimney where like thousands or hundreds of letters come pouring down through the chimney and just fly throughout the house no it's kind of actually kind of annoying because you know there are a lot of extra scenes that they'll like take out of like tv versions and stuff um but it's kind of annoying that they leave those some some of those scenes out on the amazon prime video version because like that version doesn't have to go on TV and it doesn't have to go with like the ads. Wait, so, what scenes do they leave out? For example, one of them is like Petunia will crack eggs and inside of her eggs are letters. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, I forgot that. I remember that one. So they should have they kept that in on the Amazon Prime version. I don't know why they didn't. So, um, now we're to the part with the hut on the rock. And they make that inside of the hut look much dirtier than in the book. Like, especially when Harry's drawing on the floor. It just, and uh, it's yeah, it's just covered. covered in dirt. Yeah. Um, Harry, so just Harry doesn't seem that surprised to find out that he's a wizard. Do you have anything to say about that part? He's like, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just Harry. Like. He does. He just. He doesn't sound like he's surprised to find out that there are actually wizards in the world. He's just like, but I'm just Harry. Like, um, do they ever explain the pink umbrella wand in the movies or just in the book? Don't know. Okay. Do you have anything to say until like diagonally part? I have something for diagonally. Okay. Yeah. Same. So I just put pretty much diagonally looks amazing, and there are so many little details that like you wouldn't think they would put mm-hmm. in, but they did. Yeah. So. And the movie, it also shows just how rich Harry is. Because when they open the vault, it's, like, filled to about to nearly his chest. Yeah. With galleons. Yeah. And galleons, they're worth a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I actually have something. I put something for, like, when they're actually just first going into Gringotts. And they, um, Dumbledore's like, I have this letter from Dumbledore. Or Hagrid says, I have this letter from Dumbledore, and he gives it to the goblin. And, well, if you say Dumbledore gave you this letter, you must be legit. I mean, <laughs> um, 
like yeah there's like no there's no identification or anything or no verifying that it's Dumbledore's handwriting so, uh, and also when they go into the vault and, like, the goblin's nails are magical because he just, like, literally pulls his nail down, the, like, he rubs his nail down the side of the door. If anyone but a Gringotts goblin did that, they would be sucked in. <laughs> um, Hagrid sounds surprised that Harry needs a wand. A wand? Like, they're walking down the street and Harry's like, I, I just have one more thing I need, a wand. And, and then Harry, Hagrid's like, a wand? Like... Why would you need a wand? You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> um, so the the wand shop is so perfectly messy, and I feel like it's perfect how they do it at Universal Studios in um, California, because you know I don't I don't know what it looks like. I th- well I've seen videos of what it looks like in Orlando, so it does look pretty good there. But also just how it looks in Cal- the California version, because like so many people are packed into just this tiny room. And, like, you know, they have, like, just stacks of of um, wands from, like, different characters in the movie. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, I think they do that well. But one thing that really annoys me is when they're in the wand shop, Ollivander, he hands him four, th- four wands. On the fourth wand, it works. Yeah. But, but there's, all like, hundreds of wands in that shop. How would he know which ones? I think I think he hands him the fourth one because he's like he probably remembers which one he gave Voldemort and he was like, well, okay, I'm just gonna you know see if this works. I don't. How many? I understand, but what what do you think would happen with the other students? I guess probably they just have to try a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Um, so. I love like how Hagrid when when they're trying they're talking about Voldemort and Harry's like well maybe if you just like wrote it down and Hagrid's like no I I can't spell it like <laughs> it's probably one of the easiest things to spell does Hagrid know how to spell possibly mm. not I don't know well, um there's there's something really weird that I just hate what in Harry Potter. The only school to go to is wizarding school. They don't learn actual math. That's true, but like or history I, I or anything. Well, because that would be extremely unentertaining. Like, really, to hear about more math because that's what we already learn every single day at school anyway. Like, I would rather not read about math class. I would rather read about. I how- n- I know, but like, what if you're fall you're an or and you're falling off a cliff and you need to calculate the time you have before you I hit the ground? I don't think or is. I you need to direct it, the trajectory. Oh, because to because launch a because or is not your or is no, theater or is no good spells. Yeah, so I think they're fine. <laughs> um, so in the Muggle, so like when they're at the um the wall where they have to like go through. And Percy literally goes right past, he just runs right past a muggle, and it's like, and the muggle who passes by just doesn't see Percy run himself into a wall. Um, I know, I hate that. Nobody even cares that they just saw someone run into a wall. I think more in the, you know, obviously in the books it's not like that, and they're always like, um, you know, um. Like, in the books, they're always careful about, like, okay, they can't be muggles around. And then they also have people in the books that are, like, there to make sure that nothing happens and that the kids can safely get onto the platform. But, you know, I don't think they did a very good job with that in the movie, but it's it's okay. It's not a big deal. 
So I wonder, you know, how like Harry buys all that candy on the train and um you know, like I wonder if the if the uh if the trolley lady went to another compartment and they were all like, Where's all the candy? And she's like, Oh, Harry Potter bought it all and they were all like, Well, we better sit with Harry next time. <laughs> um They also I took note of this, um, they say holy cricket. I don't know why. And they also say wicked so much. Like, oh my gosh, that's so wicked. Like, that was wicked, Harry. Um, do you have anything up until this point? Uh, not on the train, but I have in the movie. You can go ahead and the next one. Uh, so in the movie, I will, I just love how Snape says there will be no foolish wand waving or incantations in this yeah, class. Um, it's great. Or like, there's this one line, it's, me dad's a muggle, my mom's a witch. Bit of a nasty shock for him when he found out. <laughs> I love that line. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty much just kind of scrolling through my notes right now. Um, okay, also there's this one part where, um, Harry's in his common room and it's night and he has the windows open and he's sitting there and petting Hedwig and I was like, Hedwig looks so unbelievably fake. It's so hilarious, like he, she turns her head once, like so mechanically, you have to, you have to look at it next time. Like, if you are listening right now, go onto the movie, find the part where they're all sleeping in the dormitory, but no, Harry's sitting there. Like, at the first night, sitting on the thing, petting Hedwig, and just look at how fake Hedwig looks. Yeah, and the movie also shows how, um, how annoying Hermione is when she's trying to help Ron with the Wingardium Leviosa. Oh, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not Wingardium Leviosa. It, it, wait, sorry. It's not Wingardium Leviosa. It's Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah. I also, um, so I love it when Harry, um, so when they're at, um the broom like when they're trying to go up up and ron comes up and smacks him in the face and and um and harry laughs and he's like shut up harry (laughs) um and also the cgi version of neville falling looks way too skinny i mean like he's a twig falling down also you know what if you're listening go go look at that he looks like a twig falling from midair with arms and legs yeah so a weird thing in the movie is when the pack, a pack, uh, Harry's owl drops him a package on the table in the middle of the Great Hall. Yeah. And then it's clearly in the shape of a broom. And they're like, none, oh, none of them say it. And when they open it, they, Harry says, he acts surprised and says, it's a broom. Yeah. <laughs> I actually made a note of this. I said, I said, um, what is this broom shaped parcel? I bet <laughs> it's a really big umbrella. <laughs> um, I also put this another one for, um, the flying practice. Like, because Tom Felton gets to curse, um, and it's like, I wonder if Tom Pel- Felton, that was like a kid on set, was like, I get to say a curse, and he's like super excited about that, but yeah. Um, also, I made another note when um, McGonagall is going to get wood from DADA class, mm-hmm. and Quirrell's literally holding an iguana, and it's like, iguanas are essential to DADA. I mean, they are the most useful creatures. Um, Troll in the dungeons. Thought you ought to know. This that's is, a good. Yeah. That's a good so one. So we have. I have a s- small movie goof. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When Wood is talking to Harry in the film, he says that if you catch the snitch, you win. But this isn't true because you win. You only win 150 points. Mm-hmm. But I believe this has only come up once where the team who caught the snitch didn't win. That and happened during the Quidditch World the Quidditch Cup. Quidditch match and yeah, the Quidditch World Quidditch, Cup. I don't know if that's in the movie. Is it in the movie? I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. But in the book, the twins 
they vet this guy that uh the that uh the, bu- that Bulgaria was going yeah, to Bulgaria catch the was snitch but not not no I know I think Bulgaria or no, yeah, no. yeah Bulgaria is going to win but they won't uh, but they won't catch the snitches and I- Ireland will will uh lose but they'll catch the snitch no, no, no. I think it was the other way around because the Weasleys were rooting for Ireland. So they were like, really? I bet Victor Crumb is going to catch the snitch, but he's not going to. Oh, okay. But we'll, we'll, we'll research. You know what? We'll, um, after this, we were done recording this, we will look that up and let you guys know next time. Um, let me actually write it down so I don't forget. Oh, uh, sorry to tell you, but spoilers. Oh, yeah, there will be spoilers. Um, probably for future movies. That'll remind me. Okay. Um, so, I guess they don't wear robes on the weekends. I also counted how many times that Hagrid says shouldn't have said that. Three. Or, like, shouldn't have told you that. But during, like, I guess, like, that way, he's just, he's, I, I counted six. He goes, shouldn't have said that. I, oh. A few times he, he said shouldn't have said that, but I think a couple of times he said I shouldn't have told you that. Um, yeah. Uh, does Quirrell slash Voldy slither in the book towards Harry in the Forbidden Forest? I know. I, I have a note on this. Uh, give me a sec. Yeah, give me a sec. I'm trying to find it. While you do that, I wanna, um... Got it. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so a part that I thought was weird in the movie was when the cloaked figure sucking the unicorn's blood, mm-hmm. it started coming towards Harry, but at first it didn't even walk. It was like, it was like there were strings attached to a robe, and they were just dragging it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. Also, like, I don't think Quirrell can do that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> I know Voldemort can fly, but Voldemort was also part of Quirrell's body. Yeah. So that was a little bit confusing. Um, Neville's pajamas, though. I mean, look closely because I saw them. I don't think I've ever looked closely enough at them, but they were bright blue with teddy bears on them, and they're adorable, but like hilarious. So go look at that also. Yeah, and part of the film I also don't like is during the Quidditch match game because Harry half the time he's not even looking for the snitch. That's true. He's watching the game. He's just like I'm just a he's spectator. Like, I, have a, I have front row seats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so what would happen if a chess piece hit Harry or Hermione, or who were Hermione, who weren't actually on pieces? Oh, geez. in the book, were they on pieces? No, they were. Uh, well, oh, yeah, no, they just moved at the board. But what I I have and I have also have a note in this. Why didn't Ron just? Why didn't they just not be be on pieces mm-hmm. and just Ron would like direct them? Yeah, I don't know. Actually, that's it would have gone the same way. Yeah, except yeah. Ron wouldn't would have not get be... injured. Yeah, um, and how did he get injured when he wasn't even got one that the one that got stabbed? The horse was probably because he got flung off. Um, why does Voldemort have a nose in this movie? Oh. On the back of Quirrell's head, while on the back of Quirrell's head, he has literally a nose. And it's like, why does he have a nose? Where'd he get that? Um. What What if he, like, eventually, from, like, living off people, not having a, 
you know, it like totally counts uh, <laughs> or something. I don't I know. I guess, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, um, so who took the picture of Harry and his parents? Because I was thinking about this, and you know how they give them that picture at the end of the movie? Do you think it was Sirius, Remus, or Peter? Who do you think it was more likely? To do what? To take sure. the picture of him oh. and his dad and his mom. Serious. I think it was most likely Remus. I know. Oh gosh. I they all die. They all die. Okay, but okay. we'll get to that book three. But... Okay. In the in the, in the movie, you know, and book, I think, when Harry's in the restricted section, he's leaving because they you know, they're trying to look for him, but he has his invisibility cloak on. But there's a door he decides to go into to hide. That's the room with the mirror said. But why doesn't he just keep heading back to the his dormitory? I don't know. That's weird, actually. Cloak. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I, that's like pretty much the majority of my notes. I have a few more, but like I those were the important ones. Just read like the important ones. You don't have to read them all. Ah. Uh, okay. So, well, also in the book and movie during Christmas, you only ever see Harry and Ron in the dormitory. And probably because everyone else went home for Christmas, but the dorm, but the dormitory has all the Gryffindor students in it. So do you think a, a few people should uh, would have stayed behind? They probably just weren't awake. Harry? They probably just weren't awake yet. I know, but there was this one scene where Harry he like came into the dormitory, uh, he came into the dormitory and he was like yelling. Nobody woke up yeah. except Ron. That actually makes sense. Yeah, and the dormitory looks really small during that point. Okay, so is that um like pretty much all of your important notes? Uh, no. Okay, just read like, yeah, like I said, the important ones, and then we can move on to our next little section of this episode. Uh, I have a small one. At one point in the movie, you can see ha- you can hear and see Hagrid playing a tune on his flute, and he's playing the Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> which is actually kind of funny and also ironic, but. Uh, okay, in the chess room, the book, in the book and movie, mm-hmm. uh, let's see, page, there are pieces, disca- there are pieces of discarded chessmen, but when they enter, there's a fully intact chessboard with pieces, so how do you think the pieces got there if the other pieces from the I last get, game oh, were destroyed i don't know oh probably just magically i guess maybe okay so i have you don't have to read I them have, all I have, just like i have that you think okay, of them so i have one more and that's it okay also in the movie harry he's a bishop but when he checkmates the king he's like right in front of the He's like right in front of the king, and that's a move only the rook and and um, queen could have done to checkmate him, mm-hmm. or even put it in check. So that that doesn't make sense. He they wouldn't have been able to checkmate him like that. Mm-hmm. Is that? Do you have another one? Uh, no, that's it. Okay, so now, um, we're going to read from a couple of different websites some book to movie comparisons and yeah so let's get to that okay so um i'm just so for right now i'm on bustle um 
I pretty much just looked up Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone versus book versus movie comparisons, and just we're gonna go over like the ones that are um Listed. that we um that we think are the most important. Yeah. So in um so um so in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Rowling writes that Harry spoke Proseltongue and released a boa constrictor. However, the snake in the film is said to be a Burmese python. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Maybe it was easier to animate. But um, that doesn't look like a Burmese python. In the film, That's. I'm pretty sure that's actually a boa constrictor. Because mm-hmm. it's huge. Yeah. Uh, Dudley and Petunia are blonde. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the rolling books, Dudley and Petunia are described as having blonde hair, but in the films, they have bo- they both have nearly black hair. Which is fine. I mean, it doesn't really matter. And I yeah. think Dudley's a perfect Dudley, so it doesn't matter anyway. Draco and Harry's first meeting. In the Sorcerer's Stone book, Harry first meets Draco at Madame Malkin's robe shop in Diagon Alley, where he's blatantly rude to Hagrid. They meet for the second time on the Hogwarts Express, where Draco makes a snide remark about choosing his friends wisely. In the Sorcerer's Stone film, Harry doesn't meet Draco for the first time until they are about to be sorted. It's then that he makes his comments about Harry choosing to be friends with the Weasleys, which is fine. It's okay that he didn't meet Draco earlier. Hagrid brings Harry to King's Cross. In the book, Harry's first trip to King's Cross for the Hogwarts Express is accompanied by his aunt, uncle, and Dudley, but in the film, it's suggested that he and Hagrid have been together since his July birthday when he drops him off at the train. That's true. There's, like, a huge time gap. That's a good one. Okay. I didn't even think about that. The Sorting Hat's song. The Sorting Hat only sings three songs throughout the Potter series in books one, four, and five. But unfortunately, in the film adaption of The Sorcerer's Stone, the Sorting Hat song is cut. Um, actually, I had a note about this that I didn't read. And I, do you, in the film, it makes it seem like The Sorting Hat actually talks out loud for everyone to hear. Because, like, be- specifically because of the way that McGonagall, when she places it on um, Weasley's head, Weasley's head, she like flinches because he he screams. He's like another Weasley, and she flinches. So it makes me seem like she can hear it. Uh, okay. Uh, there is no potions task. Did you ever notice that Hermione's crowning achievement, and possibly the moment that makes us question whether she should be Ravenclaw instead, is missing from the Sorcerer's Stone movie? Professor Snape's protective task for the stone, the potions riddle, was cut from the film. Instead of moving forward into this task, task, Hermione stays with an injured wand at the giant chest chest set, and Harry sets off alone to face Quirrell. Yes. I mean, like, no... Why would she... In the in the film, why would she leave Harry to just go and face a teacher like a grown up alone mm-hmm. when she clearly knows that Ron's okay? Yeah. He just has a few cuts. Yeah. So no Peeves the Poltergeist. How could we forget about Peeves the Poltergeist? Apparently, because Warner Bros. decided he, that he wasn't necessary. Peeves didn't make the cut when Sorcerer's Stone got its film adaption, and well, now that I think about it, I'm sad that we never got to hear him call Harry a nutter. <laughs> Somebody else wrote this. I didn't write that. But also, they did cast Peeves. It just didn't work out. Um, okay. Harry only sees his parents in the mirror of Erised. In the film, Harry only sees his parents standing standing beside him in the mirror of Erised. But in the book, but in the book, Harry sees his entire extended family standing behind him in the mirror. 
I wonder if it changes as he gets older to show, like, his mom and his dad and Sirius and Remus. That would be interesting. Wait, uh, okay, so the next one is Neville doesn't get detention. And, wait, but in the book, how did he get detention? Because he, um, went after Harry and Hermione, yeah, and then Ron didn't. So in the books, Neville joins Harry, Ron, and Hermione on their detention in the Forbidden Forest. But in the film, Neville doesn't get detention with the group. It doesn't necessarily affect the story because Harry meets Voldemort anyway. Wait, but, the, but, I, it's wait, but, but Ron didn't go, right? No, he didn't. Oh, okay, well then. Harry and Hermione didn't don't send Norbert away. Uh, yeah. In the, the film version of the Sorcerer's Stone, <clears throat> Skip the Struggle, getting Norbert up to the Owlery to get it picked up by, by Trogi and his fellow dragon handlers. Instead, Dumbledore simply sends Norbert away to who we assume is Charlie, but it's never addressed. The arrival of Harry's Nimbus 2000. In the book, McGonagall uh, keeps Harry's Nimbus 2000 delivery a secret so as to keep his position at as Gryffindor secret, the team's secret weapon. Sorcerer's Stone film, however, shows Harry getting the massive delivery and opening it with an audience, hardly concealing that he's the youngest house player in a century. But uh, I would just like to say, um, the one of the only, one of the, a big reason Gryffindor won, mm-hmm. wins a lot now, is because of, of Harry getting that Nimbus. Yeah, yeah. If he didn't get that, he probably he probably wouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're gonna go to the Harry Potter wiki, like book to movie comparison. So let's um, <clears throat> so um, yeah. So this is from the Harry Potter wiki. Um, so general, this is like general things that were just cut. So house points in the film, house points play a major role in only the Philosopher's Stone. Um, in other films, almost all mention of house points are omitted, except for one instance in Prisoner of Azkaban, where Snape takes five points from Gryffindor, which they should have put more, like, house point instances in. Uh, missing characters. There are many characters that play a secondary or even, okay, uh, or even active role in the books that are completely omitted or mentioned only. These include Charles Weasley. Peeves, Ludo Bagman, Bertha Jorkins, Hubert Binns, Andromeda, and Ted Tonks. And these, I'm some of these, I'm gonna are say from... really quickly that yeah, some um, say... somebody clearly went into here, edited it, and clearly was not right because Andromeda and Ted Tonks are not mentioned in book one. Neither is Ludo Bagman, Bertha, Bertha I... Jorkins. Wait, is this for only Sorcerer's Stone? Harry Potter books and films. It's not specifically oh, Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, that's okay. Okay, just so you know spoilers so well we already said that earlier so yeah it's, but it's fine do you think we should save some of these for the for you know when we finish the books we'll just say that we'll just the say things. the ones that are from philosophers now. okay let's look so some. the invisibility cloak is used occasionally in the films but it sees a lot more usage in the books um okay oh there they have a philosopher's stone section uh okay uh the film begins at uh, pri- private drive. As a result, everything that precedes this point in the book is omitted in the film, which includes Vernon and Dursley's day at Grunnings and his encounter with the wizard during his lunch break on the day before Harry arrived. Vernon and Dur- Dursley noticing Minerva McGonagall in her animagus uh, form earlier in the day, thinking she was reading a map as well as the private drive sign. 
the existence of Ted and Jim McGuffin and the changed sleep pattern of the nation's owls who have been sleeping in daytime or flying in daytime across Britain and the peculiar shooting stars that was reported by the weatherman. Um, actually, <clears throat> this is kind of a lot. Let's yeah. move on to the other article that we have. This is from Screen Rant. <clears throat> okay, ten differences between the Philosopher's Stone movie and book. So, let's see. Harry's eyes. Technically, um, let's just say everything we know about this, pretty much. So, I know that they did try to give him green eyes, but, like, it just didn't work out because, um... Did they pop out, or... like what Yeah, happened? like, he just had, it like, a bad reaction to them. Oh. Um, and, like, does he have the same... Um... Yeah, okay, so they're... Yeah. He still has the same eyes as his mom. Same thing. Hagrid takes Harry to King's Cross. In the film, when Harry bursts into... Hagrid. When Hagrid bursts into Harry's life on his 11th birthday and changes it forever, it's July 31st, but after they shop in Diagon Alley the next day... Uh, and the next day, and get Harry everything he needs. The next thing we see is Hagrid dropping Harry off at King's Cross Station for the train. Okay, so what else? When Harry met Draco, we already talked about that. Um, McGonagall sass. Okay, so let's see. I don't even know how to talk about this, so I'm just going to read what they put. In the books, especially Philosopher's Stone, McGonagall is a wonderful professor and watches out for Harry, but she's also a bit of a worrier. The first chapter opens with her questioning Dumbledore's decision to leave Harry with the Dursleys. She had a point. In the movie, she's less openly worrisome and is a bit sassier. Who could forget the classic exchange she had with Ron Weasley when he and Harry were late for class? She mused about transfiguring them into pocket watches so they might be on time. Uh. Okay, well, we, we can just skip that one because we already talked about it. It was the Hermione one. Yeah. Uh, The heartbreaking birthday cake. That's like the one we were yeah. talking about in the dust on yeah, the floor. Yeah, so after Vernon Dursley loses his mind and takes the family to an abandoned cabin on a rock in the ocean, Harry can't stand his birthday alone. In the book, he simply watches the minutes tick by on Dudley's watch, wondering if the Dursleys will remember his 11th birthday at all. But Hagrid arrives at the stroke of midnight, pushing the, that thought right out of Harry's mind. Um, Ron's best seven words. I don't know what that means. Oh. She needs to sort out her priorities. Yeah. Um, Peeves. So, Peeves the Poltergeist. Um, okay, so late British comedian Rick Mile was cast actually cast to play Peeves in the movie, but it was cut after three weeks of filming. Apparently, he kept making the extras giggle when they weren't supposed to. Who knows if that's actually, actually why his cut was part, but he did later to go on to say that the film was dog poop or something like that. Yeah, so maybe it was all for the best after all, so I just didn't want to curse because I don't curse. Oh, yeah, so, um, yeah, he probably... Yeah, he he was he was probably messing around. He was probably around. just mad that he got cut. He was probably messing around. So, the welcome feast. Uh, let me see. Yeah, so um, it's pretty much oh. just like it's like it's not in order by alphabets. There's no nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak, none of that. Okay, and then the name of the forest. It's literally called the dark forest for no reason whatsoever. Um. That makes no sense at all. I don't know why it's called the Dark Forest. 
Like, Wait, it's called The Dark Forest? I thought it was the, the Forbidden Forest. Yeah, in the movie, though. It's oh. called The Dark Forest. He goes, The Dark Forest is not. I don't. I don't remember what he says. And I just watched that last night. I don't know. Um. Okay. So now what we're going to do is we're going to read some behind the scenes facts from IMBD. We're going to read the ones that are more like. I guess interesting or ones that you'll probably like more um, than, you know, like, are actually. We have a lot of links. Yeah. So, let's start. So, Alan Rickman was handpicked to play Snape by J.K. Rowling and received special instruction from her about the character. Rowling even provided him with vital details about Snape's backstory, not revealed until the final novel. Wait, it's just her. There are 203 of three things. Yeah, so just, like, we'll just read the ones that we find interesting or that we think you're going to find interesting. So, um, Vaughn. Oh, uh, the, the child actors and actresses would do their actual schoolwork in the movie to make the school setting more real. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, J.K. Rowling revealed on her website that she was considered to play Lily Potter during the Mirror of Erised scene, but she turned down the role, which instead went to Geraldine Somerville. The last name Dumbledore means bumblebee in old G- English. Okay, so I wanna, um, I want to, I want to find what I I like know a specific one. That I, okay, so Rosie O'Donnell and Robin Williams were two of the celebrities that, that who had asked for a role in the movie without pay. In their cases, Hagrid and Molly Weasley. They didn't get these roles because J.K. Rowling wanted to cast strictly from the British Isles. Uh, hold on. Hagrid is 8 feet and 6 inches tall, although in the books he's portrayed as about 12 feet tall. Um, in order to make the Dursley's house even more unpleasant, set direct decorator Stephanie McMillan de- deliberately sought out the ugliest furnishings possible. As his audition, Rupert Grant said a vi- sent a video of himself rapping while explaining why he wanted the part of Ron. Um, the tabby cat used in the movie ran away during filming and came back two days later. Uh, uh, I put the oh, so the, the you know how he said Hagrid is playing the theme, Harry Potter theme. Mm-hmm. It was actually it's actually Hedwig's theme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna find one. Okay. Uh, I'll just read one. Despite many instances of Harry being noted as a great wizard, Harry does not, in fact, cast a single spell during this movie. Um, we found one, and the only Harry Potter movie not to feature Mark Williams, who played Arthur Weasley. Uh, The first one? one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. The Quidditch trophy that has Harry Sather's name on it also has the inscriptions M. McGonagall and R.J.H. King, the latter being a reference to John King, the supervising art decorator on this, uh, director on this movie. Hermione never flies on a broom, but in the book, she flies on a broom with Harry and Ron to catch the flying key. Um, Okay, so James and Oliver Phelps, who, like we said, are the Weasley twins, um, both have naturally dark brown hair, which was dyed red for their roles. Similar... Uh, Tom Felton's hair, which is also naturally brown, was bleached blonde for his role. Uh, give me a sec. Okay, I'll find one. Yeah. Uh, 
Fluffy the Three-Headed Dog's appearance is physically based on a Stafford Shire Bull Terrier. So, um, Emma Watson has stated that she hates the way her hair looks in this movie. <clears throat> in the following her movies, her hair was made less bushy and more wavy. Yeah, they did her hair really badly in this movie. Uh... Um, I think that's, I think, I think that's it for right now. Um, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Welcome back from the break and we hope you learned something from some of those, um, trivia we read, but if you want to read a lot more trivia because there's so much more um you can actually go to imdb and then just type in harry potter and the sorcerer's stone and there should be like a little section that says trivia so you can just read a lot um more of that so also i just wanted to let you guys know that if you hear some like noises in the background our mom is having some work done to the house so that's why hopefully you don't hear yeah. it too much though um so, right now, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our favorite part and the least favorite part and our favorite character and our least favorite character. Now, this, for favorite part and least favorite part, this is, like, you're sad it happened, not, like, like, like it shouldn't have been written, you know? Okay, so, what, let's start, I'll start with my favorite part. I think my favorite part is Diagon Alley because it's so magical and, like, it's Harry's first time being fully immersed into the wizarding world, and it's so cool, and I really want to go there. So that's just, it's amazing to hear about some place that you can actually go, um, or actually have the opportunity to go to at some point, so. My favorite part was the potions one. The potions, like, riddle. Oh, like for, um, the... The, the Snape's, uh, the Snape's walk. guardian. Because uh, it was a riddle, and yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. So let's talk about our favorite character, and then our least. Or wait, no, our least favorite part. So my least favorite part probably is when. Oh gosh, actually, this is hard. I know. I don't know, like, how to designate my least favorite part. I mean, I wrote that we're gonna be talking about that, but. I don't, I let have me, something, but I just don't have a reason. Let me just, let's just say well, our least favorite. Okay, go ahead. The Mirror of Erised, because it was, it was just really boring, that part. Really? Yeah, I felt like I, it was boring. I actually really liked that part. I think because it adds more magic for me, at least, but I could get why that would could be boring. Um, But I guess my least favorite part is probably, oh, probably the parts when they're um doing the chess the chess game yeah. probably just because like you know i like chess but like it's not really fun to read someone actually playing chess so did they actually did they actually read like every move no 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 it just i don't know how to really explain it but hopefully you guys understand what okay. i mean um Our favorite character favorite character in this book okay so what's yours do you have an answer right now yes neville Okay. He's my favorite in all the books. Okay, well, like, try to pick one specifically because of this book. That, like, isn't going to be your favorite book or character for, like, the second book. Um. You go first. Let me think. Okay, um, I would have to say probably. This is actually hard. Okay, probably. 
probably the Weasley twins. Um, Fred and George. Yeah, yeah. Fred and George. Just because um, they're probably not going to be my favorite in other books because I'm really looking forward to certain characters. Um, you know, so I don't think that they would be my favorite for other books, but they're overall just amazing characters. And, you know, you have to appreciate them. Like, they're they're super smart. I mean, I think that, you know, people don't think they're smart, but they are smart because they've acquired maps and they've pulled tricks on people that actually require some brains. Yeah. So, yeah, I those are probably my favorite characters for this book. Uh, I keep coming up with things, but I'm thinking I want to save these for the other books. Like, I thought of Snape. No, I, I like it best. Exactly, in, I yeah. like him best in the sixth book. Yeah. Or Neville seventh. Yeah. So um. It's a, It's hard. We'll just pick someone that you like. You could just say Neville. Um. Draco. Okay. I guess. Why? I actually almost said Draco, but. Um. Honestly, in this book, he seems just like an innocent little kid, especially yeah. in the movie. He's just, like, this little kid who seems like a bully. And then he kind of transforms into, you know, a bigger kid, like, bully. But <laughs> in this, he just seems like an innocent little kid. Um, So, least favorite character. Least. Um... I can start this one. I guess yeah. probably, <laughs> um, you know, because we in especially in this book, you don't get those special characters that you really like in, like, the other books. So I would say probably like I guess Crab and Goyle. Because, you know, I'm they're not gonna be my least favorite characters in other books, and I really don't like them. So I'm just gonna say those guys. I have one least favorite character, and this is probably gonna be my least favorite throughout the entire series. Just say it, and then you can pick other ones for the other books. And two. This are you gonna say Dumbledore? No. Or Ron. Are you gonna say Ron? Who? Oh, Percy. Oh, Percy. He's so bossy. He thinks that just because he's prefect, I get to be first in line. I actually and love like, Percy. And then, like, Prisoner of Azkaban, he's like, everyone out of the way when... I actually... Like, everyone move out of the way. Yeah. I just finished reading that book again last night. Um, So, I actually really appreciate Percy as a character. Because <laughs> he's like... I don't know. I think just because he cares about school and then also, like... I mean, he does, but he's just so bossy. Some aspects of Percy, like, really, I don't like... You know, like, when he kind of goes against his family. um, Oh, yeah. Because, you know, he doesn't appreciate his family or something. But, like, without his family, he wouldn't be alive. So, I like Percy, but sometimes I don't. Okay, so now we're gonna... Oh, no, you need to say your... Did you already see yours? My least favorite. Oh, crab, crab and Goyle. Okay, so let me just actually explain how we're going to be doing these quizzes. So pretty much what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be quizzing. I almost said. I, I am I, not Harry. I almost said Ron, and then I almost said Harry. I'm going to be quizzing Ron here. Ron Weasley. on. So the BuzzFeed quiz, which we're going to link. And then Vaughn's, or Ron is going to be quizzing me on the Wizarding World Philosopher's Stone quiz. Stop calling me Ron. And then, um... 
And then, so pretty much what we're going to do is we're going to angle our computer so that they, we can't see our, the answers. Okay, so. And we're going to have to try to guess the answers just based on our brain. No, kay. like, we can't give each other the multiple choice unless we literally cannot think of the answer. Kay, so we're I'm so, going on the wizardingworld.com quiz and you're doing the BuzzFeed. Yeah, so okay. I'll link them both and they're both for Philosopher's Stone just to see how much we can remember. And it's going to be really fun. So I'm going to start with the BuzzFeed one, and it's actually titled, Only Someone Who Has Read Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone at least three times can pass this quiz. Oh, so I'm hoping, really? Yeah, I'm hoping that... Challenge accepted. You know, yeah, let's see. So, um, you guys, if you want to take the quiz along with us, click the links, and you can... Yeah. So, um... So first, Vaughn, what is the name of Dudley's friend who goes to the zoo with the Pierre. Dursleys and Harry? Pierre. 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 That's Pierre. That's not the whole name. Or is it? I need. They need the full name. Extra, no, no, there's like an extra letter. You're missing a part. Pierre. <laughs> Pierre. It's, it's okay. Okay. Pierre. I said his name. So it's Pierre's. So I'm not, I'm going to, I'll just give it to you. You better give that to me. Because like, okay. Uh, and then it's, yeah. Okay. So next question. Let's see if you get the next one. Okay. After visiting Gringotts, what is the first shop mm. Harry goes to in Diagon Alley? I don't even know this one. Um, well. You could just do the process could, of elimination. Wait, is Gringotts considered a shop? Mm, it says after visiting Gringotts. Oh, after. Yeah, so I would just use process okay. of elimination. I got an idea. I don't think it was Ollivander's, okay. and I don't think it was the Owlery. Okay. So, Flourish and Blots? Oh my goodness, okay. What is so, it? So, for me, it was either between Flourish and Blots and Madame Malkin's, because I don't what, even what remember. Let's see, I'm going to click Flourish and Blots. That was wrong! No! It was Madame Malkin's Rose for All Occasions! No! Okay, so okay. you've gotten one out of two so far. What are you typing? I'm typing your answers. My answers, like one okay. right, one wrong. Okay. Which house is Hannah Abbott sorted into? Oh my gosh, Hufflepuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew that too. Because okay. uh, Neville marries right, her. One wrong. Yep. Okay. So finish the lyric. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy Warty, Hogwarts. We no no wait wait you wait, know wait, this wait, come wait. on Hogwarts Hogwarts Hoggy Hardy Hogwarts please teach us teach us something please yeah teach, teach us something please okay so you didn't get that right I'm just gonna click a random one yeah so um who is the one ghost that can control peas the bloody baron. Yep. Okay, that's right. Even I knew that was right. Okay. Where does Draco propose he and Harry meet for their midnight duel? The trophy room. Okay, then. So, four, that was right. Four right, two wrong. Yep, okay. What does Hagrid give Harry for Christmas? A book with pictures of his family. That was wrong. What? It's a wooden flute. Seriously? Yeah. No. Oh no! I just forgot. He gave that to him in the in the hospital, in the uh, what's it called? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No. Okay. Four wrong. Sorry, four right, three wrong. Okay. What does Dumbledore tell Harry he sees when he looks into the mirror of Aragorn? A nice pair of woolen socks. Okay, good, good. You know, I think in reality he sees his brother and sister. Yeah, because there's a lot of mystery about his family. Which I'm hoping we can find out in the Fantastic Beasts movies, possibly. Yeah, so, but a lot of it is revealed in book seven. Book seven, okay. Um, so, Woolen Socks, you got that right. Yes. So, which teacher referees the big Quidditch match between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff? You got this one. I mean... Does Madame Hooch count as a teacher? Yes. I mean, she is a, she's a professor. Is she a, is she a multiple to- choice? I can't tell you that unless you, like, oh, seriously don't know. Okay, well, in the book, I don't recall anything other than Snape and her reference. Okay, so we're going to go with Madame Hooch. You were wrong! It was Snape! Of course. I thought it was... I thought it was Slytherin versus Gryffindor. No, no, Hooch does that one. No, Hooch. Because remember, do you oh. remember in, in it was, um, what's it called? It was, it was, um, Harry, it was, when, when Quirrell, it was. I got it. I, I got it. I know. I'm just going to explain for those of you who are listening. It was Gryffindor versus Slytherin. And during that match, Quirrell tried to knock Harry off his Yeah, so and then Snape wanted to rough the next, next match so they could keep out, yeah, keep watch okay. for Harry. So there you go. That's. That's, let me click a wrong answer. Yeah. After realizing, okay, there was an ad. After realizing Norbert is dangerous, who comes to collect him from Harry and Hermione? Charlie Weasley. Mm. Wait. Charlie and his friends. You got that wrong? What? It's just Charlie's friends. Don't look at the. No! Yeah, so you got that wrong. Seriously? Oh, come on. Okay. Five right, five wrong. Yep. Okay, what? you? Okay, who has to go to the Forbidden Forest for detention with Hagrid? Name the people. Uh, Draco, Harry, Hermione, and Neville. Okay, good. Six right, five wrong. Okay, when Hagrid is trying to talk to Ronan and Bane, which planet do they keep talking about? Mars. Yep. Seven right? Okay. On the way to get the Sorcerer's Stone, what is Snape's challenge? The potions, Riddle. Yep. Figuring out which ingredient. Five wrong. Yep. Okay. What color fire does Hermione walk through to get back to Ron, who was still at the chess game? Okay. uh, I know there were two kinds of fire. One was purple. And the other was like orange or red or something or green. Uh, what's the other choice? Just tell me. Okay, black, orange, green, or purple. Purple. Okay, let's see. That was right. Okay. Um, before Gryffindor ultimately wins, how many years in a row had Slytherin won the House Cup? Seven. I, I okay. Hold on, let's see. That's right, yeah. So, actually, that makes sense because seven, like, comes up so frequently that it makes sense that that would be it. And finally, who picks up Harry at King's Cross Station at the end of the year?
Uncle Vernon. Okay. And Aunt Petunia. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, good job. I thought you were just going to say Uncle Vernon, which would have been wrong. It's all of the Dursleys. Um, Robin? Yep. So, you got 60... Wait, 66%, but I also clicked the right answer when you got a wrong one. So let's, you got like 50%, which you've only read it twice anyway, so clearly the title is accurate. Okay, um, okay so now Vaughn is going to quiz. This is called Ultimate Philosopher's Stone Quiz. And we're also, we're hoping you guys got a good quiz on the, or got a good score on the BuzzFeed one, but, okay. you know, that could, that was hard, kind of, so. Start. What? Oh, wait. What is the name of the first chapter of the Philosopher's Stone? Okay, don't give me the multiple choices. Sorry about that. Don't give me the multiple choices. So, um. Oh, gosh. Is it called Privet Drive? Number four, four Privet Drive. Is that what it's called? Let's see. Uh, incorrect. Darn, what was it called? Um, I'm pretty sure it was a cupboard under the stairs, but they don't tell you. Okay. Oh, wait, let the me boy s- who lived. Oh, darn. Okay, next one. Wait, hold on. So let me just, I'll mark down what I got. So that. Uh, we're going to sound, everyone's going to listen to this and be like, have you guys, do you guys even know who Harry Potter is? I assure you, we do know who Harry Potter is. This is, I don't. You know, we, we've gone through a lot of, yeah. I assure you, we do know who Harry Potter is. Where does Mr. Dursley work? Grunnings. I heard, yeah, I know I that. Know. That's right. Okay, there. Okay. Which knee does Albus Dumbledore reveal he has a map of the London Underground? Oh, yeah, because he has the birthmark, remember? I say, or scar or something. Left? Is it left knee? See. Correct. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Next. Who is the first Weasley that Harry ever speaks to? Oh, my goodness. Okay, um, Mrs. Weasley. Correct. Okay. What color does Ron try to turn Scabbers? Yellow. Turn this stupid fat. Oh, uh, sunshine, sunshine daisies, butter mellow. Turn this stupid, stupid fat, fat red, red yellow. yellow. Okay. Uh, what protective measure did Professor Flitwick contribute for the Philosopher's Stone? Okay, the flying keys. I accidentally clicked the mirror of Eris' head, but it's fine. I've already marked down, like, what? Yeah. Okay. Next. Which of the following is a compulsory textbook for first-year students at Hogwarts? Okay, you don't have to read them, though. I'll I'll just, um, is it? Well, actually, you kind of have to read the multiple choice, so just. Oh, okay. Uh, advanced potion making. Magical drafts and potions, Hogwarts and history, most potent potion. And there's an E at the end of most and potent. Oh, I actually, okay, I'm going to say most potent potions. Wait, let me 
gonna look up what compulsory means. What does compulsory People are gonna be listening and be like, I know what compulsory means. We don't. Re- required by law or rule. Okay, okay so what I'm gonna. Is a book I say most potent potions. That's my that answer. I say most potent potions. Okay, I, forgive me if I got this wrong. Correct. <laughs> Incorrect, Magical of course. Okay. Losing patience with learning when Guardian Leviosa resulted in their feather catching fire. Oh! This is throughout the whole series. It's hilarious, actually, because it happens so much in the movie. Yeah, okay. And, and in the final movie, McGonagall, she's talking to this person and says, You seem to have a knack for pyrotechnics. And then she <laughs> sends him to, like, help with some fire thing. Okay, I say Seamus Finnegan. Mom's a, I mean, mo- we mom's a witch, dad's a muggle. Bit of a nasty shock for him when he found out. Okay, so let's all that apply. Which of the following students do we see sorted into their house? Cho Chang, Terry Boot, Susan Bones, Vincent Crab, uh, Billy Zabini, and or and Seamus Finnegan. Seamus. Seamus. Okay, Seamus. Was it Crab or Goyle that it said on there? Um, Crab or Goyle. There was Crab. And then what's the other girl? Not Cho Chang. Yeah, her too. Okay, so those three. And then was I right? Uh, let's see. There were four right answers. Oh darn! You got all of yours right except for for Crab. We don't see Crab, but we see Terry Boot, uh, Susan Bones, Seamus Finnegan, and Seamus and Blaze. Zabini. Zabini. Okay, so I'm just gonna mark that as wrong because technically it was wrong. So, so yeah. After Quirrell is defeated, which of the following questions will Dumbledore not answer for Harry? Okay, what is it? Did Snape hate Harry's father? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't Quirrell touch him? Why would Voldemort want to kill him? And how did Harry get the stone out of the mirror? I what? Okay, reread those. Did Snape hate Harry's father? Why couldn't Quirrell touch him? Why would Voldemort want to kill him? And how did Harry get the stone out of the mirror? Okay, why would Voldemort want to kill him? Yes, I believe that's the right one. Correct. Because, spoiler, it's in the prophecy, and you can't tell him about the prophecy. How many staircases are at Hogwarts? What? Oh my gosh. How am I supposed to know that? I think I know what it is. Well, uh, yeah, but you also see the multiple choice. I'm... There's 312, 189, 142, or 298. I'm guessing 212. Okay, I'm going to say three. I'll say 298, just because. Okay. Yes, it was. Incorrect. It was 142. Oh, what? Okay. Well, thank you very much. Just part. <laughs> what are the answers? They're all okay. I'll read them. I'll read them. Okay. Proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. Hiding their nephew in a cupboard under the stairs, which is perfectly normal. Thank you very much. <laughs> Least say they were absolutely regular. Thank you very much. Perfectly normal and highly, highly proud to be. 
I think it's number one. But, like, I'm just going to count it as wrong because uh, I got correct. that wrong. I got that wrong, though. Because, like, I said something. What does Uncle Vernon learn from the postcard he receives from my Aunt Marge? Uh, that she has a, she has a welt. She's, she's come down with a funny welt or something like that. Um, I'll read you. There's one I, that's, that's. Just, just, which, so just pick the one uh, that's closest to what I said. She was ill from, from eating a funny welk. Oh, okay. Then it's that one. <laughs> Okay, well, I got that wrong one, too. Harry and Ron managed to get on Toto's bad side on their very first morning. What had they done? They had tried to open the third floor for third floor quarter door because they thought it was a classroom. Correct. Uh, what result did Hermione Granger achieve in her first year of Charms exam? 112%. I believe that's right. Okay. Uh, so it's all about apply. Which characters are mentioned in the first chapter by name? Uh, Miss Fig, Madame Pomfrey, Sirius Black, Molly Weasley, Daedalus Diggle, and Cornelius Fudge. Daedalus Diggle. Yeah, Daedalus Diggle. Okay, so what are the other options? Uh, Miss Fig, Madame Pomfrey. Miss Fig. Madame Pomfrey. Sirius Black, Molly Weasley. Sirius Molly Black. Weasley. Sirius Black. Oh, not Mrs. Fig. Get rid of that. Just Daedalus Diggle and Sirius Black. Okay, but I'm gonna guess Molly Weasley and Madame and Madame Pomfrey. Okay. Well, really? They didn't mention Sirius Black? Yeah, because he got the motorbike from Sirius Black. Oh. Okay. Incorrect. Okay, so what? The what? correct, uh, you had them right, except uh, Madame Pomfrey was also something. Okay, so seven, seven wrong, eight right. This actually quiz seems way harder than what Vaughn got. Who were Harry and Draco's seconds for their intended wizards duel? Oh goodness. Okay, I'm gonna say Goyle was Draco's and Ron was Harry's. Incorrect. Uh, it was Ron and Crab. Darn. Okay. So that's all that apply. Which of these events happened in Harry's dream on his first night at Hogwarts? Well, what are the... Um, uh, he sees a flying motorbike. Draco Malfoy turns into Snape. Quirrell's turban talks to him. A burst of green light appears. The bow of instructor talks to Harry. Oh my goodness! Okay, um... Wait, was a flash of green light on there? Yes. Then click that. Was it which of the following? Which of the following? You can pick multiple. Okay, so what are the other ones? He sees a flying motorbike. Draco Malfoy. Oh, okay, he sees a flying motorbike. Uh, Coral's turban talks to him, and the bow constrictor talks to him. That's it. That's it. The only two. Uh, you missed one. I missed one. What was it? Uh, oh, and he did not see a. Flying motorbike. He also, uh, Draco Malfoy turned into Snape and Quirrell's turban talks. Oh my goodness! Seriously, I people listening are gonna be like, "Do you guys even know who Harry Potter is?" What yes, is, we do. These are hard qu- this is a hard quiz. It is. What does Professor Snape say he would get if he added powdered root of asphodel to an infusion of worms? What? Okay. I think I know what this is. 
There is a draw of loving death, a draw of peace, confusion concoction, cover up potion. I know what it is. Confusing concoction. I think it's a is, draw of loving death. Uh, You're incorrect. Hold on. Is that is that the one that like everyone talks about has to do with Lily? The draw of loving death? No, Where's Wormwood. What? Wormwood. No, no, no. Oh yeah. I don't think it ha- I don't think it's that one though. I think it was Asphodel. What does Professor Snape's Asphodel. go do the next one? But yeah, there's like Ten wrong, eight right. I am uh, ashamed. Because like uh, apparently some people googled it or something what wormwood and asphodel was and you know something like but i don't think it's that like one that. i don't think it's yeah, that i one. guess it was related to Lily. okay some, so something was so like all that apply this is the last question which of the following are chapter titles in philosopher's stone the man of two faces the midnight jewel owl post a peck of owls aboard the hogwarts express Okay, we talked about this so much that I know. Okay, I think it's the first three. So, um, Owl Post. Wait, is it Owl Post? Oh, goodness. Owl Post. Okay, those three. I think you missed. Yeah, you missed one. uh, No, Owl Owl Post. Post. No, I was confused because, like I said, I finished, what's it called? Um, Ask Bam last night. And there's two chapters called Owl Post in that. Darn result low-key fan wow oh, that's i'm ashamed sure potter more sure i i'm ashamed i host sure. a harry potter podcast i'm not a low-key fan i'm a high-key fan i swear after this i'm just gonna go re- keep and re- keep retaking the patronus test until i get a dragon because that's like or a, a thestral super rare, <laughs> rare patronus and i'm gonna go bragging about it like ooh, i have a dragon yeah okay so now we're going to um, actually talk a little bit about Chamber Secrets and what we're looking forward to for that. All right, so what are we most looking forward to in the next book? And then what are we least looking forward to the next book? Okay, in so, the next book, I'm most looking forward to Gilroy. No, no, no. We are, we're also doing what character. So do, oh. what part are you most looking forward to? Um, or what aspect of the book? Definitely... It's got to be Harry, um, you know, helping Lockhart with his fan mail. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, mine is definitely, I think, just getting to learn more about Tom Riddle because, um, you know, we get to learn a little bit more about Voldemort and all of that, so that's going to be exciting. Least looking forward to the book in general. Because <laughs> it's boring. We Everyone thinks it's the worst book. We all do. I mean... It's the worst book, but I wouldn't exactly say it's boring. I just don't it's think it's slow. But yeah, I okay, I can agree with that. Um, I think just least looking forward to for me is probably, um, I'm trying to remember what happens in that book because I typically skip it when I do rereads. Um, what happens in that book? I guess I'm least looking forward to. Oh, uh, yeah, Tom Riddle. You know. Tommy boy. What character are you most looking forward to? I'm most looking forward to two characters. Okay. Moaning Myrtle and Gilderoy Lockhart. Gilderoy. Gilderoy. Well, we both say it weirdly. Um, okay, so I'm definitely most looking forward to Gilderoy. He's such an awesome character. He should be in all of the books, in my opinion. He's awesome. He is the best character, especially in the movies. Like I think if I had only watched the movies, he would just be my overall favorite character. Which, I'm not saying he's not my overall favorite character. Just from the books. Okay. So, 
She's pretty so, awesome. Least looking forward to. I am least looking forward to Ginny. Really? I actually kind of thought you were going to say that. The evil the girl Jenny. who cut off chicken heads. Yeah, okay, that's a little creepy. I could say that I'm least looking forward to that too. Overall, I know that um Jenny's a lot of people's favorite characters. She's not one of my favorite characters, like, but you know she's not in it that much, so it's not like I don't really she's like. She's had her. a crush on Harry since his first year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess evil Jenny, I'm least looking forward to yeah. <laughs> cutting off chicken heads, smearing blood like, everywhere um like it's yeah. not like she was possessed she, like she literally a book told her to do this and she, <laughs> she did, did it, it. <laughs> yeah so that's a little creepy but so we're gonna i'm so excited i'm just like even though you know chamber of secrets isn't my favorite book i'm just so excited to be just like out of sorcerer stone um because like it just you know marks like uh, big checkpoint. Yeah, so so we're gonna um start marking that as season two, even though it isn't gonna be season. Like we're not really taking any sort of break. And I'm just gonna start. We're marking probably it gonna season mark uh, season eight. Will probably be like Quidditch to the Ages, Tales Fantastic of Beasts and Where to Find Them, Cursed Child, Child, the Beetle of the Bard, all of those extra stuff. Yeah, so all that extra stuff. I am just so excited to be on. Maybe book we two. should do Cursed Child alone, like season yeah, nine. Maybe. Yeah, so I'm just, um, you know, it's cool because I'm really looking forward to getting to pretty much everything from three on because three is one of my favorite books. It's like my second favorite book in the series. So I'm just so excited. Um, Yeah, so I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode and read the next, the first chapter of Chamber of Secrets for next week's episode so that you guys can just understand what we're talking about because it's going to be awesome. So read that you know we completely forgot to talk about dobby but he's gonna be awesome too oh and we wait did we uh mention this earlier that sophie didn't join us today oh well it's obviously she didn't join us today (laughs) now you know um yeah so i'm just so excited and i hope you guys are too Uh and i hope you enjoyed this episode so please remember to leave a quick review and rating on your favorite podcast platform and we will see you next time goodbye Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check back every Tuesday for more Potter-based content.